Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. I'm so excited to be here, to be speaking with you. I've been podcasting for almost a year now on That's Pretty Woo with my friend Jordan, and our podcast is on hiatus, so now I'm doing my own thing. And the idea for Celebrate Cultivate is a long time coming. It started back in the fall of 2018 when I had a brand new baby and a little toddler and my husband left for his first work trip since the new baby arrived. And so I was home alone with the kids. And after I got them to bed one night, I just started to feel like I really wanted a way to remember the things in my life that were worth celebrating and a way to focus on the things that I wanted to cultivate. And so this concept of celebrate, cultivate kept coming back to me. And that year I hosted a project in December with daily prompts and a weekly newsletter that I called Celebrate Cultivate. And it was such an amazing way for me to reconnect to creativity and connect to the community of women online that I'd been interacting with for almost 10 years now since I started my blog in 2009. And yeah, now it's a podcast. So thank you again for joining me. And this episode is about how to cultivate calm during coronavirus, which I'm certainly not an expert in. Anything with during coronavirus in the title just like feels so surreal at this point because I don't think that very many everyday people could have imagined where we are today. And that's a lot to wrap our heads around. And there's so many things happening day in and day out right now that are unusual. And yet for many people, the things that irritate you about your everyday life are perhaps even more irritating now. (laughs) And the challenges that you ever had are the things that you're still faced with. And so it's like that quote, wherever you go, there you are in the sense that we're in this and we're also in our lives. We're in this extreme circumstance and we're also still in our bodies. We're living this experience all together and we're still who we are. And so the things that you did to cultivate calm before coronavirus are still the things that are probably going to help you feel good and calm now. But sometimes we need a reminder to get back to those things. And we also could sometimes use a little help in making them more attainable. 
So I have a few ideas for cultivating calm. The first really stems from the situation that happens all the time where you have a feeling and then you have feelings about that feeling. I caught a TED talk. It was, it wasn't actually a TED talk. It was a live TED conversation with Liz Gilbert, the writer and genius and just fairy godmother to us all. And in that conversation, she said that the feelings that we have our feelings, but then the feelings that we have about our feelings are the thing that can really upset us and make us sick and steal our joy. And I'm paraphrasing. Hopefully you caught the conversation. And if you didn't, maybe you can, um, I'll see if there's a replay and I'll link it in the show notes, but this idea of letting your feelings be, and not judging them and almost even considering the fact that feelings are energy and that they need to move, that they aren't necessarily meant to be held onto, but they, maybe they just need a place to be. And that's in you at the moment when you're having the feeling, but then recognizing that it's not a part of you, that it's just something that's traveling through and then letting it go and releasing any guilt that you have about the way that you feel, because those are just stories that we're telling ourselves and they are not necessarily helpful stories. Um, it's similar to, I'm a mom. I have a almost two year old and an almost four year old. And it's like when they experience strong feelings and emotions, they just need time to be acknowledged. And then they almost always fade away. They might be upset about something and I might be able to see that it's something that they shouldn't be upset about, but it doesn't change the fact that they're upset. And so just letting them be almost always helps the problem resolve quicker. And then the other thing that's very helpful is to acknowledge the feelings that they're having to practice kindness and compassion with them. And so the same thing is true with us that when we have feelings, judging those feelings makes us feel worse. Telling ourselves, well, you shouldn't feel that way just makes us feel worse. But if we can hold ourselves in compassion try to distract ourselves like you would a toddler, all of those strategies work. And so that's the first idea for cultivating calm is to allow your feelings and to release any guilt you have about how you feel. And just think about feelings as energy that needs to flow through you. And also with, in regards to feelings, allowing yourself to hold on to multiple truths at once. So recognizing that you can both be so abundantly grateful for your life and super irritated at the fact that you can't get a grocery order. Even if that's a first world problem, it's still irritating. And so all of those things can be true. The second idea for cultivating calm during coronavirus is actually completely hilarious at this exact moment. <laughs> can't even handle it. So the idea is to go to bed early and to consider waking up early. 
and to start making the practice of guiding yourself to bed at a reasonable time and looking at your bedtime routine, your evening routine as the active self-care that you're going to prioritize over red wine and housewives. <laughs> and the reason why I'm laughing is that it's 9:45 right now and I'm sitting here recording a podcast and <laughs> drinking a little red wine. But it's quiet in my house and so this is a battle that I am dealing with on a ongoing basis. I am deeply passionate about the value of sleep. I feel so strongly that we aren't receiving enough messages about the importance of sleep, the value of sleep, the magic of sleep. I mean, we did a whole episode on That's Pretty Woo about sleep. And when we were doing that, I'll link it in the show notes, I did a lot of research and I was super hooked. And one of the things about any of this self-care stuff that you might get excited about or interested in is, is usually when the information is new, you can be like really gung-ho about it and then kind of let it fade away. At least that's how it is for me. If Unless I'm consistently accessing content and information and inspiration about something, I might let it fade. And so with sleep, I've noticed that similar to when I've had a newborn baby, the nighttime has become that time that gives me so much solace and peace and the home is still, there's just a feeling of this being my time, but I know that one of the crucial elements for mental health and for wellness is proper sleep, not only just like enough hours, but high quality sleep. And so this is one that I'm working on. This is for me and it's for you. How to cultivate calm during coronavirus? Go to bed early. And then if you are wanting that quiet alone time in your home when everything is still, find it at the beginning of the day. Starting the day in calm and quiet has always provided me with the best days. And Letting my children be my alarm clock, even if you don't have kids, letting your dog be your alarm clock or letting the sunlight be your alarm clock, that might be nice for a day or two. But for me personally, and I think a lot of people waking up early, even if it's just like 15 minutes earlier than what you're used to, if you're going to bed early is a really life affirming practice. So give it a try. (laughs) I'm still working on it. One of my favorite books that I read in the last year is called change your schedule, change your life. And in this book, it's written by an Ayurvedic doctor. And I, when I read the book, I thought it was about like time management. And it's really all about putting in practices that are aligned with Ayurveda principles into your everyday life. And one of the things that stuck with me most is that for most people, because of our circadian rhythms, 
we need to be asleep before 1030. In the book, he says that 1030 is the last time the sleep train leaves the station. So if you're going to bed before 1030, fantastic. If you're going to bed after 1030, the goal is to, to keep working towards a 1030 or earlier bedtime. And so for me personally, that really resonated because 1030 feels like late enough, but it also feels like I'm getting enough sleep. And you know, that second wind that comes like when you've hit that 11, 1130, 12, I mean, it's just like, it is a, like a really special time in the middle of the night, but the sleep research is in (laughs) and it's not great to get into that habit. And so when 10, 15 is approaching, I start to think about what it's like to miss a train or to try to get on a train. And I know at this moment during coronavirus, we're not really catching trains, but if you've ever been in that situation, it just really feels like you have to get on the train. And so I think a lot about that when it comes to sleep and when that 10 30 train is approaching, I just tell myself, I got to get on the sleep train. So I hope that's helpful. A third idea for cultivating calm is to give energy to the things and people that feel good. There is a lot of information and a lot of things happening. I mean, it's just such a weird time because in one respect, not a lot is happening. We're all staying at home. And then in a lot of other respects, like everything is happening. There's so much in this world that's going on and we're receiving, maybe even people that like aren't accustomed to catching the news are paying attention to the news right now. That's certainly me. I'm not somebody who tunes into news on a regular basis, but at the moment I like normal people I follow on Instagram are sharing articles. I'm sharing articles from time to time. There's just a lot more information that feels relevant to me because what's happening in the world feels like it's happening here. And that isn't always the case. And so with that, it's sort of like a snowball effect to where I've been finding myself giving energy to things that don't necessarily feel good. And so one way to access calm, one way to recognize the magic in everyday life is to give energy to small practices that feel good to you. Um, Lighting a candle, taking a sip of water, making yourself a cup of tea, taking a few deep breaths before you go in to wake up your kids from nap going for a walk, um, calling a friend, putting a letter in the mail to your grandparents. There's just so many little 15 minute things that can feel really good. And so sprinkling a few of those throughout your day or just throughout your week, you know, um, can really help to center yourself in good feelings. And the same thing with people, whether that's people on the internet that you're following or real life people in your home. I mean, if you are to talk about parenting again, if you're in a situation where there's two children and one is being a peach and the other is being a challenge, I think I don't always do this, but I think that there is something to be said for paying attention to 
the peach for a minute and really praising the things that are the things in people that make you feel good. And it's not to say that you put your blinders on and ignore the the bad or the undesirable. There's space for that too, but really just putting the emphasis and putting the the heart on the good feelings. And even in regards to children or people in your home, if you're having a struggle, you're feeling some tension, you know, give yourself the moment of returning to what feels good before addressing that challenging problem. Or if it's something with work, you know, before answering a confusing email, you know, go for a walk, get yourself a snack, you know, just focus on your basic needs, but in the lightest, most gratitude filled way. All right. This last idea for cultivating calm is similar to the third one, but different. So this is the idea of looking for small things to celebrate. And I mean like really opening your eyes to things that you might normally go unrecognized and looking for the magic in the mundane, considering the things in your life that are really miraculous, which I mean, depending on your beliefs and depending on where you are in your day, it's really easy to just live our day in and day out, especially in moments of chaos and when we're like overwhelmed and just underwater. It's it's so easy in those times, which can be like months and years and certainly where we are right now, this is this qualifies in the biggest way. It's easy to just like let the magic of our humanity slip, slip away and really focus on the struggle and strife. And and all of that is so real, you know, it's just like, that is super valid and real. And so that's where you are. That's where you are. That doesn't change the fact that there's small things that you can celebrate in your everyday. So a good example would be... (laughs) This is ridiculous, but it is magic and it's something worth celebrating. So every time I leave my house, I swear I've been seeing butterflies in our front yard. And when I've been going on neighborhood walks, I've been counting butterflies for fun because it's something that like feels very celebratory to me. It's springtime. It's been warmer here in Austin. And so it just... This coronavirus thing has been a really interesting timing where it's hit us because it we've been wearing like sweaters and it's been very cold and now all of a sudden today it was like almost 90. So we're in this like seasonal transition that is always magical and it's always remarkable to be like, oh, you know, it's warm again. That just makes us humans happy, I think, or at least it makes me happy. And so the butterflies have just been a fun little game that I've been playing with myself and the universe. And today I stepped out the door, my husband was with me and he bent over to pick up some weeds 
And I was standing and saw two butterflies chasing each other fly right past me and then away so that he didn't get to see them at all. And it was just my little like note from the universe of like, Hey, these butterflies are for you. And they're so worth celebrating. They're so tiny and still something to celebrate. So when I say look for small things to celebrate and saying that that will help cultivate calm, what I mean is that when we bring our attention to the little moments of magic in our lives, we also heal some of the stuff that's bugging us. And it isn't like a one for one equation but it is something. And sometimes all we need to find calm is to reconnect to the goodness in our life. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that these four ways to cultivate calm during coronavirus resonate with you. I hope that they are things that you find to be accessible and achievable in this current, somewhat chaotic, very overwhelming, unknowable kind of situation we're in. These aren't solutions and they don't really take away any of the pain and struggle that exists right now, but they do bring a little light and love and levity to our everyday lives. And I think that's what Celebrate Cultivate is all about. That's what I'm here to do. So thank you so much for listening to my first episode of the Celebrate Cultivate podcast. (laughs) I'm really excited to be here. I'll be back again soon with another episode. Please connect with me online. I'd love to hear if you have any suggestions or requests for future episodes. Coming up very soon, I have a new offering called Magical May. If you participated last year, then you already know Magical May has daily prompts for cultivating magic and finding magic in your everyday life. I also have weekly newsletters that come out on Saturdays. And this year there's going to be an offering for a PDF download as well. So it is really the way I'm thinking about it now, especially with the current situation that we're all in is that it's a virtual retreat and it's something that should be accessible and doable in your very busy, somewhat abnormal, new normal in the coronavirus times. So I hope that you will check it out. Um, Visit celebratecultivate.com for more information and I'll be back again soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Visit celebratecultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at Celebrate Cultivate and connect with me at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.